And good morning and welcome to VSA Capital 5 Minute Morning Minor on Tuesday the 30th of November, the last day of the month. Tomorrow we start December, the Christmas season. And let's just hope we do have a Christmas season because it's all looking a little bit wobbly, isn't it, Paul? Yes, it's all, it is looking a little bit wobbly, but I'm pretty optimistic this time around that the virus will uh, prove to be like the others, uh, such that we won't have to do any uh, extraordinary uh, measures again, I think. Well, at the end of the day, you just got to live with this. It's not going away, just as the way colds and flu, which are also coronaviruses, we've just learned to live with. And I have a little bit of a cold at the moment because I think there is a bit, a bit of that going around. So I'm actually working from home again today um, because I don't want to give it to everybody else in the office. And that's that's when working from home is acceptable. Anyway, let's move on to mining. And why don't we start off with um, actually, why don't we start off with a, a client? of VSA Capital, which is, and I always pronounce it wrong, but Guanajuato Silver. Yes, it is Guanajuato Silver, the TSX listed silver developer in Mexico. Uh, they made a progress update report uh, late yesterday on the ramp up to full production at the El Cubo mine. They have 450 tons per day coming uh, from underground stopes, uh, while a further 450 tons a day is coming from the uh, stockpile of mined up material from the El Pinguico mine uh, about seven kilometers away that they had stockpiled at the mill in preparation for this. They made a second shipment of concentrates, which yielded about $750,000 in revenue. And they've got a third larger shipment coming out uh, of the uh, mine uh, from this week. Uh, so all the indications are the uh, ramp up is going uh, pretty smoothly here at this point. And of course, they are in a publicly announced uh, fundraising at the moment, which I believe is going very well. Yes, uh, that's my understanding as well. Yeah, so um, great, great situation uh, on the TSX at the moment. Obviously, a lot of these TSX companies, we're very keen to try and get dual listed on the Aquis Stock Exchange so that um, people in London can also enjoy the uh, the success and the rising share prices you see with these companies. Uh, moving on, but back to AIM, uh, we've had Q3 results from Makango Resources, which obviously is a Shanghai Mining Club client. Yes, that's right. Uh, nothing particularly new here, although a lot of nice detail in the uh, statements on the discussion and analysis. They are dual listed, so they're required to put out this paperwork uh, in to large extent. Uh, at the end of uh, September, they had about six and a quarter million in cash available, which is uh, up about uh, uh, Two, 2 million or one and a quarter million, excuse me, from uh, December 31st of 2020. So that's fairly healthy there. Uh, they had also uh, earlier um, um, announced that the, they were uh, still planning to try to hit this target of the feasibility study completion of Q1 2022 on the Songwe Hill rare earth mine uh, down in Malawi, although they're still uh, hesitant uh, on whether COVID uh, might uh, put some uh, delays into that uh, story, but so far they're going to hold to the um, end of uh, Q1 at this point. And uh, post period end on November the 3rd, they had announced that they'd increase their ownership in the magnet recycling tech firm uh, Hypromag uh, to 41.6% uh, by uh, putting in a, a bit of additional cash. Otherwise, have a good look at the at the uh, press release on their website because it pretty much uh, is a summary of all the things they talked about during the year. 
Uh, yep. OK. And then we also got today uh, Hothschild Mining. They're making a sort of $164 million acquisition of Amarillo Gold, aren't they? Yes, they are. That's uh, some news in M&A going on here at this point. Uh, Amarillo Gold, they have uh, the Posse Gold project on their Mara Rosa property in Goya State of Brazil, which they are in development on uh, as a gold project. And uh, Hochschild otherwise has a number of different operations throughout the Americas. And they're also uh, stepping up uh, into uh, places uh, like uh, northern BC as well uh, in recent times. So uh, that deal, $164.5 million, is a premium of 66% over the 20 day trading uh, volume average weighted price uh, for Amarillo. And it, uh, Hochschild uh, uh, also summarized that they plan to produce about 32 million ounces of silver equivalent at a cost of $13 per silver equivalent ounce this uh, year. But uh, I have to say that, that picking up Amarillo and these deals that they've done recently, uh, like uh, with Skeena Resources up in uh, uh, northern BC, would suggest that they're trying to really bulk up on the gold uh, side of their story going forward. Yeah, I think m I've been saying for some time, m activity should get bigger and bigger in this space. Uh, now, look, it's worth mentioning also ASX listed, although again, another one which I'd love to bring to the Aquas market in London is Vulcan Energy, which has a, a German uh, uh, lithium brine project. But it's, a, it's a big project, isn't it? But they've uh, announced uh, uh, an offtake agreement, haven't they? Yes, they have uh, another offtake agreement agreed by Vulcan Energy, this time with the battery chemicals uh, producer uh, supplier in Europe, Stellantis. Uh, they, it's a three-year deal where Vulcan is, uh, off, is offering to uh, contribute 81,000 tons of uh, chemical uh, for uh, their battery plants that uh, Stellantis is supplying uh, to within Europe. So uh, it's uh, just uh, solidifying this uh, supply chain of um, chemistry for the battery plants being built and expanded here. I, I think the thing about Vulcan that people should, I mean, it's quite a similar sort of uh, chemistry, should we say, isn't it, Paul, to um, Cornish lithium? Uh, yeah, yes, it is. Uh, they're looking for the same, uh, it's the same source, which is a geothermal brine, not in the same country, of course, with Cornish in the UK and the Vulcan brines are in Germany, but uh, it is the uh, same kind of a business model, yes. Yeah, but Vulcan's got a much, much bigger resource, isn't it? It is a quite a lot bigger resource, yes, and it's also pre-developed already for geothermal production. So now it's just a question of stripping out some of the uh, chemistry which is in these brines which are already being produced. Should Vulcan buy Cornish Lithium? Should what? Vulcan buy Cornish Lithium. Uh, I would be hesitant on that yet at this point. Cornish Lithium still needs to prove that they have a viable reservoir. So we'll see. Yeah, interesting. And finally, uh, unless you've got anything you're desperate to talk about, Paul, I noticed that um, the government of Singapore, it's, it's been buying more gold for its reserves, hasn't it? Yes, they have. Singapore has uh, stepped into the acquisition side of uh, gold bullion here for the first time in about 20 years, uh, picking up uh, some uh, um, more uh, bullion uh, in the marketplace. So uh, they're one of the central banks uh, which uh, essentially is in the addition mode here this year, whereas many central banks have otherwise been selling down a little bit in their gold uh, holdings to this point. Yeah. 
Okay, I think we'll call it a day there, Paul. Um, and speak again tomorrow. Very good. See you then.